When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Everything Medicare podcast. And we're all the way up to 61 episodes. This is episode 61. And I, for one, cannot believe that we've made it this far and we've been able to pump out this many episodes that have really been able to make a difference for people on Medicare, people that are about to get on Medicare, to provide information quality information that people can use and utilize to make their lives and situations easier and just make one of the most confusing and intimidating aspects of a person's retirement that much easier. I'm just really, really proud and I'm very, very honored and grateful that every single one of you that have been listening to us since the very beginning have stuck with us for one, listening to us week after week, episode after episode. If this is your first time listening, my name is Christian Brindle, and I'm a Medicare health plan expert and specialist. I own a company called Christian Brindle Insurance Services, and our purpose is to work with people that are on Medicare or about to get on Medicare and to make this stuff easy or as easy as we possibly can make it. I've, I've published two books about the topic of Medicare, and my organization has worked with a tremendous amount of people in multiple states. Um, Today, folks, we're talking about a topic that I think is way overdue, and you probably hear me say that every week. It's because there's so much to talk about, and there's so much quality information that can really help you out if you know it, that sometimes I feel like we don't have enough time to get to it all. But That's the purpose of doing this podcast twice a week is so we can continuously bring you new and important information and update you on changes as they come. In this episode, folks, I wanted to talk about how often should you change your plan? Or maybe not even change your plan. How often should you revisit your plan, compare your plan? How often should you... Look around to see if there's anything better available in the marketplace. Now, this answer is going to be different depending on, A, what you have, what type of plan you have, whether if you have a Medigap, Medicare supplement, or whether you have a Medicare Advantage plan, and B, who you are as an individual. A lot of people fall into... One out of two categories when it comes to comparing your plan. The first person is the type of person that just doesn't want to deal with it. They want to be able to have the peace of mind to know that their plan is there, but they just don't really like comparing it. They look at it as such a big chore, so confusing, so difficult, and scary to make a change. I'd say most people fall into that category. And then there's people like me. And I probably fall into category number two, and that would be you enjoy searching and hunting and comparing. 
And I'm that way. I'm not saying one out of the two is better than the other, you know, because there's good and bad to both sides. If you don't enjoy comparing, you know, the good thing is if, let's say, there's somebody trying to, you know, move you from one plan to another and it's just not good thing for you and you just have no way of knowing that, no one can take advantage of you. You're guaranteed to stick with something that's worked for you. Um, the bad thing is if there is something that's dramatically better, you'll never know it because you never took the time to look into it. The other type of person that enjoys looking around is they probably change their stuff too often. And I'm in that boat. You know, I probably change my cell phone provider too often because I like to shop around. I probably change my, um, cable provider too often because I like to shop around. I enjoy doing that stuff. You know, it's just the type of person I am. I'm a very curious person. And the good thing about that is, you know, I'm probably never going to be in a situation where I'm not on the best thing for me, depending on whatever service it is. But the bad part of it is I might jump into something that tends to be tremendously worse for me than what I had before, and I ended up regretting it. You know, maybe I was grandfathered in on a good price with another service, you know, and like I said, there's no right or wrong answer. There's no specific way on how you have to be to be able to be um, informed and educated and be putting yourself in a good situation on where you need to be, but it does just depend on the type of person that you are for one. So, in this episode, I want to go over a couple different instances and different situations on how often you sh- I, I recommend you should be comparing everything and having everything revisited. And, and a lot of it also depends on your situation, but also what type of plan you have. Um, I'm going to start this off by telling you a quick story, and then I'm going to jump into exactly... Um, what I recommend as far as time periods go for people. And, of course, nothing is an absolute, so please take everything with a grain of salt to a certain degree. I think, for the most part, the time periods I'm going to give you are extremely helpful, and they're going to be exactly what you're looking for and what you should keep in the back of your head. But for the most part, it also depends on your situation, and we'll get to that in a second. So I'm going to tell you a situation here. Okay, so I had a client of mine a couple of years back, and she was a very, very nice lady, but that was part of her problem. She was too nice, and she trusted everybody, and we probably all have met someone like that, or we have someone in our family like that, or close friend, neighbor, whatever, someone we go to church with. We all know somebody like that. They're just the nicest, sweetest person on the planet, and they're too nice for their own good. Not saying that I ever encourage anyone to be rude to people, but they need to be have their shields up a little bit sometimes. So this this lady had a Medicare supplement with me for a couple of years, and it performed very well as far as the rate increases go. And if you've listened to me for some time, I've gone into nauseating depth about Medicare supplement Medigap rate increases and how they work and so on and so forth. I'm not going to go over that in this episode. So if you want to know what I'm talking about here, go back, listen to that episode first, come back, listen to this one. But basically, this lady was on a Medicare supplement with me with a very prestigious, um, well-reputable insurance company. 
I'm not going to say the name of it because I'm not supposed to talk about specific insurance companies' names on these podcasts. It looks like that I'm endorsing one over the other. And there's all kinds of Medicare rules and regulations that I am bound by like chains, which is freaking ridiculous if you ask me. But I, I mean, I guess there's some point to it, but I digress. So anyway, this, this lady, let's call her for the sake of example, Mrs. Jones. Her last name wasn't Jones, and she, she might have not even been a Mrs. for all we know. Um, she could have been a Miss. But just for the sake of example, I'm going to call her Mrs. Jones. Mrs. Jones had a Medicare supplement policy through me, like I said, with a very prestigious insurance company with a great, wonderful reputation. Um, every single person listening to this podcast would recognize the company name if I told it to you. Now, Mrs. Jones had had the plan for a couple of years with me. So at the time, it wasn't the lowest price she could have possibly gotten, but my advice to her was simple. I think I told her that this isn't the lowest price you can get for this particular plan, but it's not the highest or even close to the highest. It's one of the lowest, but not the lowest. But the reason why I recommend going with this one over the exact lowest plan available is because the lowest plan available was through a no-name, you know, fly-by-night, if you will, insurance company that really was relatively newer to the marketplace. Um, And if you've listened to me for some time, you know how I feel about those companies. They might be good someday, but they have to go through growing pains. And typically, they th- these companies that you've never heard of throw out the lowest prices possible. If you look in your market at the Medicare supplement prices, you might notice that the cheapest available plans are companies you've never heard of. And the companies that you hear about on TV and you have your friends and family typically have the big Fortune 500 companies, they're typically a little bit higher. They're not tremendously higher, but they're a little bit higher as far as the rates go. The reason for this is because these no-name companies... They, in order for them to compete with the big, giant behemoth insurance companies, they have to throw out the lowest price possible. And they'll reel in some people by doing this, but they can't sustain that price. They start paying out some claims. They can't sustain the price. The rates shoot up. In a year, two years, they just go up tremendously from year to year. Okay. And the big insurance companies have been doing this long enough. They're experienced. Um, they have resources to do research, and they know exactly what they can charge and what they can't charge. Of course, they want to make a profit. All the companies do, but they understand that they can't make a profit charging those low prices. And if they can't do it, what makes you think these little tiny companies can? Nobody, and and I have not seen a small company like that yet be able to sustain those low prices. it's, It's like clockwork. They typically always shoot up in prices. So back to the story. Mrs. Jones had a plan through me through one of these good insurance companies. It was a good rate at the time. And she had less than an 8% rate increase for the first two years she had the plan, which is exactly what we wanted. My goal for folks is that we always have single-digit rate increases. There might be one year out of a, out of a handful that there's a 10-11% rate increase. But if the following years and the surrounding years are 2%, 3%, 4%, 5%, I can live with that. You know, what I can't live with is 10 to 15% every year like clockwork or maybe even 20%. That's not what we want. Now, why does this matter? This matters because when you sign up for a Medicare supplement or Medigap, and like I said, those of you listening to me for some time already know this, 
you are given a straight shot, an open window to get any type of plan you want without any type of health questions or underwriting. And it's a straight shot. Now, let's say a couple of years after you selected that plan and you turn 65, the rates have been shooting up. You want to change to another plan. You have to be able to pass health questions before you can be accepted by the new plan. Okay. That's just how Medicare supplements work. Medigap plans, plans such as a plan F, G, N, D, um, K, these types of plans. They will give you any plan you want the first time you get onto Medicare, whether that's a 65 or whether that's later than 65. But after that point, you're going to have to be able to go through health questions to change from one company to another. So it's important to pick a quality company the first time around because if you don't and your health goes down the tubes for some reason, God forbid, and that's not what we hope, but we want to prepare for the worst. Worst case scenario, um, we want to make sure that we're picking a company that you're going to probably be able to stick with for a long period of time because the rate increases are going to be low and they're going to keep up with the rest of the market. Simple, right? Mrs. Jones was on that plan with me. A new plan came into the marketplace. Now, Mrs. Jones' health had held up to this point. New plan came in the marketplace. If I gave you the name of the insurance company, you wouldn't, you'd, you'd, you'd be like, who's that? Um, she, she got a cold call from another fella in my area, and he came to her house. He was able to lower her price by about 20 bucks a month for the same plan, so she was thrilled. She was happy. She changed over to this guy for me. Now, granted... I never fault a client of mine if they did what's better for them, okay? I never fault them. But what this gentleman did was he told her that the price would never change. Six months later, he was out of the business. He wasn't even working for the company anymore, so she couldn't get a hold of him anymore after that. Long story short, she kept the plan for two years. The price went up $35 the first year, a month, and in year two, it went up another $29. So $35 year one, a month, then another $29 a month in year two. So together, what is that? $64 a month, if my math is correct, in two years, rate increases. And she did it to save 20 bucks a month, year one. She calls me back up, wanting to change back to what we originally had her on, because the plan we had her on was steady, proven, um, 5% rate increases, roughly, give or take, for those two years that she was off the plan, while this other one was going bananas and going through the roof, and she had already ended up paying a tremendous amount more than she would have if she stayed with her original plan. She developed a health problem. We couldn't get her back on it. And that's what I want people to avoid, okay? You need, but I, 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 the point of my story is you, in order for you to make the most of um, your Medicare, you can't just change for anything. You have to make sure that it's a quality thing you're changing to and that it's truly an upgrade for years to come, not just an upgrade today and it will go down the toilet tomorrow. Stay with me into segment two, and I'm going to specifically go over time periods, timelines, how long you should revisit this kind of stuff, given your situation. 
after a quick word from our sponsor. Stay with me. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, folks. Thanks for sticking with me into this week's Everything Medicare podcast. Okay, so this week we are talking about how often should you revisit your plan and when should you change your plan? Because a lot of people change their plans and it turns out to be a monumental mistake. But there's also a tremendous amount of people that change their plan and it was a good thing. And there's also a tremendous amount of people that are afraid to change their plan and they really, really should. They just don't know any better. They don't really understand what they have or what they're looking at. And so out of fear of the unknown, they stay with a plan that they shouldn't. There's so many situations out there that involve knowing when to change your plan and when not to change your plan. And I want you to not be the person that stays with a plan you shouldn't or changes to a plan that you shouldn't. And we're going to talk about how to know what that is. Okay, so first of all, let's talk about Medicare supplements. Let's talk about the example I gave with Mrs. Jones. So how often should you change your Medicare supplement? Well, that's to say that when you first started off, let's just go with the assumption that you picked a good company starting out. Not everybody does, but let's just go with the assumption that you did. If you're going with a plan and you have a plan currently and you got it at 65 or whenever you got a Medicare, let's say you were working and you postponed your Medicare, you took Medicare at 68, my advice is every five to six years, if you're working with a plan that has an average of less than 10% rate increases for that five to six year span, okay? Less than 10% average doesn't mean they never went up 10% in one year, but in that five to six year span, they were less than 10%. You probably want to hang on to that puppy for five to six years and then revisit it because the market changes a lot in a five to six year span as far as what's available and what's not available. For example, you could have signed up for a plan F six years ago in 2013 And at the time, so many people were pushing a Plan F, and today, Plan F is ridiculous, and you'd want to go with a Plan G, N, or D, okay, instead, just for the sake of example. So, five to six years, it gives it enough time, you've been on a good plan with a good company, and... My advice is five to six years revisit it. doesn't mean necessarily you're going to be able to find a, a better price because inflation has its toll that it takes, not just on current plans that you're on, but also new plans that are offered by other insurance companies, new products that come into the marketplace. So they're going to, for example, a plan for someone that's turning 65 in 2010 was going to be unbelievably less expensive than a plan for someone that's turning 65 in 2019 because of inflation. The value of our dollar goes down all the time because the government keeps printing money ever since they took us off the gold standard. Okay, 
That's very, very important to know because everything's going to constantly get more expensive as we go. So just because your plan's gone up in price doesn't mean it's not as valuable as the other plans available because the other plans that are available to new customers, they're changing their prices also. Now, you might be able to get in with a good insurance company, a big name company that just came out with a brand new product that's a couple months old, if that. And But they have a great history, they're a good company, good name, everything like that, and you can squeeze in on a promotion. That's what you want to be looking for in that five to six year span. But until that five to six year span comes and goes, you're probably in a good spot. That's not to say, however, if you signed up with a bad company, let's say, or a company that you thought was good, and it turned out not to be, and they've just you know, had your rates going through the roof for five to six years, that you don't want to change sooner, Okay. If you picked a bad company and you have a 20-30% rate increase in a year, change them as soon as possible if you're able to. Don't wait. Medicare supplements are month to month, okay? You can change them any time of the year. You don't have to wait for the Medicare enrollment period. Okay? Then like like a, just to just to just to emphasize, this uh, these are plans like Plan F, G, N, plans like that, Medigaps, Medicare supplements. So If you picked a good one, five to six years. If you didn't pick a good one and they're just killing you with rate increases, don't wait. Do it now. Okay. Let's talk about Medicare Advantage plans now. How often should you revisit a Medicare Advantage plan? Well, that is a lot more of a complicated answer to a complicated question than a Medigap. Because with Medigaps, we know what the benefits are. With Medicare Advantage plans, they're different per area of the country. And that Medicare Advantage plans change their benefits, prices, everything, networks, drug coverage, everything from year to year. So my advice with a Medicare Advantage plan is simple. Make sure you're having it revisited every single Medicare enrollment period from October 15th to December 7th. Because even if you, look, even if you get your ANOC, which, is, which is, is, stands for the Annual Notice of Change, and it doesn't look that different... They could change their drug formulary. They could drop one of your medications. You might not know. They could drop one of your doctors, and you might not find out till after the enrollment period, and you're stuck. Just revisit them. That can't hurt anything. Okay, that's my advice to any single person that has a Medicare Advantage plan. It's a complicated question, more of a simplistic answer, just to be safe. Can't hurt because they're always changing. There's always new Medicare Advantage plans coming into the marketplace. It can't hurt. They change in a variety of different ways. They change health benefits like co-pays, max out-of-pockets, those kind of things. They, they take benefits away. They add new benefits. They increase or decrease ancillary benefits like dental, vision, and hearing coverage. They dramatically can change their prescription coverage. They can drop a prescription from being covered altogether. With a Medicare Advantage plan, it's not like a Medicare supplement. Medicare supplement is standardized. All the companies have the same benefits. There's not one company that has a better plan than another. It's all, it's all priced with them and rate increases. With Medicare Advantage plans, the benefits can widely vary in many different categories because they have everything combined into one plan. You have your medical coverage, prescription coverage, dental, vision, hearing, all wrapped into one neat package, where with a supplement, you have different products for everything. So that's my advice. Also, if you have a drug plan, that goes with your Medicare supplement. I'd do the same thing as I would for the Medicare Advantage plan. I'd revisit that. Just have it compared. 
real quick, real easy. Your agent should be able to do that for you. And if they don't, they're not a very good agent. Um, or if they're not willing to, if you reach out to them, you know, some agents aren't. Like I've told you in the past, and I've really emphasized, there's not that many good agents out there. They're, they're, they're out there. They're good agents. But there's probably a, infinitely more bad agents than good agents. Okay. So fairly simple. Review. Medicare supplements, Medigaps, if you picked a good plan and the rate increases are being stable and substantial. Stable is probably not the best word, but and they're being reasonable in your eyes. Less than 10% average over the five to six year span. Five to six years, revisit that, see if you can do any better. Doesn't mean necessarily you can, but take a look, make sure. And if you do change, make sure you change to an insurance company that has a big name and a big history and they have five to 10 years of rate increase averages that they can show you that they've been consistent with that. Because the previous rate increases on a plan don't necessarily guarantee that's what they're going to be going forward. But typically, and most often, they are a good indicator of a ballpark figure of what they're going to be going forward. Okay, If you have a drug plan that goes with your Medicare supplement, most people do. I'd revisit that during every enrollment period. It's, just, it's very easy, very easy to do. Uh, Medicare Advantage plans, same thing. I'd revisit them every year because of the dramatic changes that they can have each and every year. And new plans coming into their market, new plans coming, old plans exiting the market, et cetera, et cetera. Stay with me, folks, to our third and final segment after a quick word from this week's sponsor. Welcome back, folks. Thanks for sticking with us. And I hope you got some value out of this podcast today. Simple questions not always simple answers. I hope that you really got a lot out of this podcast and I hope you really I hope I did a good job of communicating to you what I was trying to communicate to you about it depends on your situation, it depends on what you have and it depends on what type of person you are, but as a whole, those rules that I set before you are not bad to follow depending on what type of plan that you have. If you have any questions that you'd like me to go over, on future episodes of the Everything Medicare podcast, I, we always accept requests. A lot of the questions that you that we go over, some of them do come from listeners. And we love to hear from you. This is how I know what you need answered and what you don't need answered, by you reaching out to us and letting us know what it is that you're confused about and how we can best explain it for you on future episodes and make things easier. So go ahead to send me an email with your with your requests for topics you'd like me to cover on future episodes to my personal email at Christian B C H R I S T I A N B is in boy Christian B at xmission.com. Just the letter X and then the word mission.com, M-I-S-S-I-O-N.com. Christian B at xmission.com. And who knows? Your question could turn into an entire episode's topic. That's happened before. Folks, if you're on Medicare or you're about to be on Medicare and you happen to live in Utah where I live, Florida and Idaho, those are the three states my company is licensed to work with you in and help you in and find you a good plan in or compare your plan in. And those are the three markets we know. We're always adding new states to the states we're about able to work with. So stay tuned on that if you live in another state. 
because we may be coming to a state near you. But if you'd like a free consultation, no obligation on your Medicare plan, maybe you're just not sure what which way to go if you're turning 65 and getting onto Medicare. Maybe you're already on Medicare and you're not satisfied with your plan or you're not even sure if there's something better out there for you. Give me a call. No obligation, free consultation. I'd be more than happy to talk with you. And we'd be happy to take a look and see. Like I said, no obligation. And if worst thing that can happen, worst thing that can come of it, folks, is that you're on the best thing already and we'll be the first to tell you. That's how we've lasted as long as we have as an organization is because we have high integrity. We never want to change anybody to something that's not going to benefit them. And we want them to understand how it can benefit them. So we make sure that we disclose all kinds of information and we make sure we explain things well. Call my office if you'd like to talk with me about this and you live in one of those three states at 801-255-5340, 801-255-5340, and ask for Christian Brindle. If you don't live in one of those three states, however, and you live in one of the other 47 states and you'd like to get inside my head a little bit to kind of help you with your own situation, I wrote a book for people just like you. It's called Medicare Guidance, Picking the Plan for You. It's currently on Amazon for $5.50 right now, and for that price, we're practically giving it away. That book could potentially save you thousands of dollars in the combination of premiums, healthcare costs, prescription costs, and all of the above. It's worth it. It's a 50-page book, easy to read. It's easy to get through. I encourage you to go pick it up on Amazon. Search Christian Brindle, B-R-I-N-D-L-E, or you can search Medicare Guidance. It's a beautiful red book with a Medicare, Medicare card on it. Can't miss it. I encourage you to pick it up. If you can get through that book cover to cover, you'll know more about Medicare than 90 plus percent of the population, and that probably includes your agent. Thank you, folks, for listening and tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this episode. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll be bringing you a new episode and another one on Monday. Take care.